Hello there. CBS presents this program in color. Autobots, roll out. End of line. That's pretty heavy. Wait, that has nothing to do with it. I am the Night Industries 2000. That are alive, you are coming with me. Hasta la vista, baby. I'm Batman. We would be honored if you would join us. Welcome to Vintage Geeks, where we are saving the multiverse one podcast at a time. I'm David. I'm Joe. I'm Dunk. And I'm being flipped off for some fucking <laughs> I just wanted to I wanted to rile you, that's all. I am unrileable at this point because I got this shit written down so I don't ever fucking say you. it wrong again. I got you. Yeah. I guarantee you're going to I will fuck, fuck it up. I will fuck... I will fuck it up if I'm not looking at it. Like, I, all I have to do is have my phone open, and I'm fine. But the minute I don't have it open or I'm on some other page and I try to do it, I will fuck it up. I did, guaranteed. I promise you. No problem. I'm 0 for 1, so. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like. Well, gentlemen, how was your Christmas and New Year? Did, you, did Santa bring you everything you wanted? Listen, um, go ahead, Joe. We, like I said, I got got a Cubs hoodie here. Um, mm. I got Dunk's gift arrived, so I got I'm my own bobblehead with a Superman shirt. Yeah. Oh, okay. For sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but real quick for the but you will for those of you who don't know, Dunk's gifts came and they're fucking amazing. I was shocked. I was like, that was some heartfelt like serious thought in your gift giving as opposed to like seeing some shit in the store going oh yeah the fucking guys will like that shit like no don't sat there and thought shit out like we me and joe both got these really nice framed pictures of me like our families and stuff really 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 well done beautiful frames everything and then he got me and joe a fucking realistic bobblehead now mine's super realistic because I got a big fat fucking head, so that bobblehead <laughs> looks almost actually real. But oh my god, it was amazing! So yes, that, yes. That's so it. I, Go ahead, Joe. Like I'm you sorry. said, I, I've got I've I've got mine. I'm wearing a a black shirt with a Superman logo. It says "Up, Up and Away." I'm giving thumbs up. So <laughs> so as I told as I told you, uh, I had a gift that we you know, me and my wife cried about, and one we laughed about. So it's mm-hmm. like. It's perfect. So it was it was awesome to come home to that because we were in Georgia. We we left. We were in Georgia, Christmas Eve. Uh, we drove down there, and we were there the whole week. As I was right before you jumped on, it's my son's birthday. We went to Top Golf, had some fun, all that, and then we came back. Uh, came back on the thirtieth, and and uh, you know, had just all kind of shit here. That you know, the mail that was held and gifts and. <laughs> All that kind of stuff. So, it was nice. It was a nice thing uh, to come home to. So, 
But I got, what else did I get? My son and daughter-in-law got me one of those portal TV things so that when we FaceTime my grandson, it shows up on our big screen. So that's cool. Nice. Uh, Amazon card. You know, I got some cub stuff. We don't, it's, we, you know, the stuff for the kids. And my grandson was, this is kind of his first Christmas. He realized what's going on. And yeah. he came down and he was, just, whoa, he had a, there was a bike. Santa brought him a bike and all this kind of stuff. So it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And next year is going to be even, even more fun when he's four. So yeah. So, yeah. What about you guys? Dump. Oh, let's, what the fuck? Well, I got you guys' gift, which is all great. Um, I got, uh, I got some shit from my lady. She got me fucking clothes, which <laughs> kind of, sort of, like, you know, you. I realize now that I'm old because I actually, because she got me a hoodie, an Adidas hoodie, because um, I'm into hoodies right now. Like, Joe, you got on a hoodie right hoodies, now. I love hoodies, man. I'm yeah. fucking, like, I'm, I'm growing my hoodie collection now, so oh. it was actually fucking perfect. Um, I could go I three s- weeks, and I could go three weeks and, and wear a different hoodie every day. I just have oh, so many. Oh wow! Hoodies, so yes, yeah, so I'm not. I'm not on that level. I got. I got. I got to grow to that level. But um, yeah. So I got that. I got um. I got uh from my. I got some shit from my from people at my at my job because we did uh we did the Secret Santa, but next year we're gonna do the White Elf Elephant gift. Um, nice. So that that that's gonna be interesting. But I got some um I got some Darth Vader stuff because you know they everyone at my job knows that I'm fucking huge into vader so i got a bunch of vader stuff i got a frame picture frame and i got a lot of shit for myself actually i just fucking this shit was like i was like you know what i got the i got my son something obviously um i was like but this year you know what i'm i'm gonna splurge a little bit on myself so i got a bunch of stuff for myself got a new printer all that shit so but yeah so santa was good to me because i was santa (laughs) (laughs) That's a good deal. Hey, it's okay yeah, to I, buy yourself stuff, man. Yeah, you deserve yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, yeah, I got fucking... I got a lot of Grogu shit, actually. Um, my mother-in-law sent me down this, like, crocheted fucking handmade little tiny... It looks more like Yoda, but I think it's supposed to be Grogu. Um, my, my wife and my sister-in-law bought me a Build-A-Bear Grogu that has a fucking... If you press its hand, it plays the Mandalorian theme. And then its other hand, he has a lightsaber. If you press that, it lights up and sounds like it's swirling and shit. It's fucking awesome. I love it. And then my daughter got me the uh, cap holding mirror. Oh, my cap, fucking cap holding mule near. Keep smoking. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> and uh, from Endgame, I had that from what the fuck was that? Diamond Select, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. it's a it's a it's a, uh, a PVC statue, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's nice. Oh, dude, so oh, I forgot to. So I yeah, I got two. I got I bought two statues, and I'll show them to you afterwards. But so so I bought it after Thanksgiving, but I couldn't pick it up until I came back to Georgia. I bought it from the place in Georgia over the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's a. It's a uh, polystone statue of Melissa Benoist Supergirl flying. And then, nice. then I was like, you know what? I never bought the Diamond Select one. Again, the PVC. And it's sold out, and it goes for crazy prices now. Like, it goes for yeah. 80 900 bucks. 
anyway, and I got it for 60 bucks shipped from on Mercari. So I have two of those because I'm going to be 3D printing two other Supergirl statues. So Nice. Anyway. Nice. So yeah, so that that's other things I got more more stuff for the for the shelves. Oh yeah, my son also got me that fucking picture I showed you guys, the one that you the like the half of the one that you got yeah. for your son. Yeah, the yeah. Vader Vader and yeah. from Obi-Wan Kenobi, Vader yeah. and Obi-Wan. Oh yeah, that was that's a great. Oh, I was oh, like dude. I was thinking about not giving it to him like I was like that is so nice. <laughs> I would I wouldn't have, because holy shit, dude, like, I really want the other half with Obi-Wan now, because it is beautiful. Uh, I think it's called Displate, so it's like a fucking metal sheet, basically. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it is fucking gorgeous, dude. Absolutely gorgeous. Like, I kind of decided that I want to do, redo some of the artwork in my walls, and I'm, like, thinking that's what I'm going to do, because they are beautiful, and they're fucking... For what they are, yeah, it's bad. It's like yeah. 40- so you know, so you know. I've, I think I've sent you both my um, my wall of comicdom in my in my yeah. office. What all yeah. like, like the original vision was to get the display of that. Like, but it's fucking expensive because there's like I think there's like now that I moved my desk and I got a bigger wall, I expanded. <laughs> so I think there's like I think I have like almost like sixty covers behind me now. Um, yeah. So he's yeah, got, he's got so the it, Mr. Burns desk. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's display is great. Like I'm when I finally figure out what I want to do with my because I have a hallway that connects the two bedrooms in my apartment, um, and it's always been my vision. I'm gonna rebox all my comic books that I still have, and I'm gonna get a shelf made and put them up there. And then on the wall, I was going to get, like, I was probably going to get displays of different um, comic book stuff or Star Wars stuff on that hallway. So, yeah, that's 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 the vision. Yeah, that's redoing my office is going to be fucking expensive. But... Oh, wait, you know what? I think mm. I sent you guys this. And I, the other thing I bought, I went to the comic book store. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Golden Age cover. It's just gorgeous. That is gorgeous. Captain Marvel Adventures uh, number, I can't even read it, 132 or something. For for being fucking, you know, 80 years old or whatever the hell this is, you know? What Wait, year what, is that? What, what, what issue was that? Captain Marvel Adventures number one something. I don't even know what it is. I just I went flipping. I said, "Hey, you got any got any Wiz comics or Captain Marvel adventures?" And they're like, and it's the box behind the counter. And I went flipping. I went flipping through them. Uh, there, there's one Captain Marvel adventures comic. It's number six or number nine. That is like my grail, and it is it's a World War II cover where he's he's on the wing of a German plane ripping the wing in half. It's just, it's so incredible, but it's, I never see it come up for sale. So I just thought this was cool because he's like, he's, you know, he's wet. He's holding back a dam. His hair is messed up. It's just, it's something different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, it's, but no, it's got, this gotta be from like 1940. It's yeah. probably like, like, he's probably after the war. It's, I, I don't know which one. It's probably like 46 or something. 
Yeah. That's that's pretty freaking old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fucking Christ. Yeah, that is almost 80 years old, isn't so, it? But Damn. Be- beautiful color. I mean, so. It's oh, yeah. amazing. Any of the, I, I told the guy, I'm like, it's still amazing that any of that shit survived. Because it was all pulp paper throwaway. You know, it yeah. wasn't, you know, people didn't do it to collect. So. Right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, I found it. I found it. It's, it is Captain Marvel Adventures number 132. Yeah. What year About is it? 10. Uh, uh, I got to click on the art. I just did like a Google search. But it's like, it was fucking, it's amazing that it's 10 cents. <laughs> Jesus, like. You look at how much these shits are right now. It's it's um it's so crazy. Well, I mean, so now everything comics is the variant and the cover, and you know what yeah. I mean. And it's fine. Like, listen. So I just I think I sent you guys a thing. Uh, it's Warren Liu. It's a Power Girl cover, and it's he. I'm like, man, that looks like the cosplayer I follow, Stacy Cosplay. Yeah. And it, mm-hmm. that she modeled for it, you know? And Oh shit. Yeah, cuz I was like, man, I go that looks like he ripped her that off, ripped her off because that that's the way she <laughs> And then she she's... does she does the best power girl. Like oh, yeah. without a doubt, she is but far and away the best power girl out there. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm so it's so I think for the last year is what I followed her and I don't know how it just popped up in the feed. And, you know, she does a great rogue. She does great, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Gwen Stacy. She does a great, mm. you know, sp- all that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, it's all, it's all about the covers now. And I love, I, that's what I do now as, as I collect, I collect covers uh, on stuff that I just like, you know? So it's, I mean, like shit, like, you know, shit like this. It's just, you know, the 89. Yeah. Batman, oh yeah. You know, it's. That's a. Uh, I think that may be Art Germ. So, I love that shit, man. So. The variant, man, variant and exclusive, and it's just what they. That's what they got to do now to sell it because they're seven bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, that was 1952, by the way. That, 52. Uh, Captain, oh. Yeah. That Captain Marvel one. Damn. Seventy years old. Yep. So. Damn. Nice. Yeah, that's a beautiful book for being 70 years old. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So, let's talk about the most anticipated movies of 2023, or our least anticipated movies, as the case may be. And there's quite a list here, and I am not going to go through them all, because fuck that. I'm too high to read all that shit right now. Um, but there's actually, there was a movie on here I didn't realize was coming out, Wonka. I forgot that was being made, and that kind of just makes me mad. Wait, that makes you madder madder than Barbie? Whatever. It's fucking Barbie, (laughs) dude. Like, come on. I, like... Well, okay, wait, wait. That makes you madder than Craven? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Oh, only because I, that Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is one of my favorite movies. This is probably top ten. I watched that movie a fucking lot. 
Gene Wilder's performance in that is absolutely brilliant. Like, it's just a great movie through and through. I get such a kick out of it. And I hated Tim Burton's remake. And I'm like, I don't want, like, the movies just that just don't need to be touched. Like, fucking stop. Like, that's just a movie that you've had an attempt. Let's let sleeping dogs lie. They made they made the best. They just need to leave it alone. So yeah, I'm not thrilled with Wonka. That's probably my le- least anticipated. I will not go see that. Period. Which which one are you looking forward to the most? I am gonna have to say. Probably Quantumania. And honestly, the really close behind it is Oppenheimer. That that one looks amazing, actually. that When I saw the preview for that, I was like, oh, fuck. It's Christopher Nolan. I'm like, already determined that I'm going to hate it because he's going to try to be too smart for the crowd. And... That fucking trailer got me. Like I was pulled in by the story and the the narration through it all. Like the fact that they knew the risks and like just they're not gonna listen to reason. They're gonna have to see this fuck up before they take responsibility for it. So I was like, I was in. That movie looks amazing. But I think the geek in me, I just um I want to see where the MCU is going to go and how they're going to get, how they're going to start getting there to the meat of this phase. So I think quantum mania is probably my, my most anticipated. How about you? Go ahead, Joe. I I think on this list, honestly, um, I would, I would probably for me just have to say based on trailers that I've seen so far, is Transformers or Creed 3. Um, just because, I mean, I love, again, I love G1 Transformers. I love the Beast Wars show. And it, it, this is going to be a non, you know, just like Bumblebee was, you know, kind of a non-Michael mm-hmm. Bay-ish Transformers. I'm all in for it. Um, and then from what we've heard early reaction on Creed 3 is, is that it's unbelievable. And I, I love, I mean, just, just before we started here, as the end of Rocky four was on, they had a mar- they got a Rocky marathon and right, yeah, yeah. it's just so, that's just so good. Um, you know, you know, quantum mania, I'm looking forward to seeing it, but I'm telling you, I'm just really, I'm almost kind of burned out on based on what we've seen with some of this Marvel stuff lately. So it's not like, like, I don't have to go. It's like, like Love and Thunder was the first Marvel movie I didn't go see. Well, I didn't see right. it in the theater. I didn't even go. See, you know, I wouldn't have went to see it opening night. Um, so there's that. But you know that. So that looks John Wick. I'm looking forward to the John Wick movie. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. gotta just be unreal. So um, I mean, Indiana Jones. That could go either way. Yeah. Um, and that, then, that that trailer just looks horrible to me. I mean, but... I haven't even I haven't even watched it. I I just kind of like the the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull just killed it for me. Like I was just done. Like it was 
It was so awful. You know, and 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 Margot Robbie need she's had two flops in a row, so she need you know she needs something. So this Barbie movie, I mean, obviously I'm not gonna go see it, but she really needs to see she can do something other than Harley Quinn, I guess. Well, she's in that movie that just came out that like a few weeks ago, Babylon, about yeah, old, old Hollywood. Oh yeah, I, it just I, absolutely yeah. tanked. Yeah, yeah, I heard it was really, really bad. Yeah, shitty. I think I think Top uh, Gun still beat it. Probably, fucking probably. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, I. But in all honesty, anything that's dropping right now, going up against Avatar, which I still haven't seen and don't care to, like, nope. I. Part of me really wants to go just to see it in IMAX 3D, just for the visuals of it, because I'm really not sold on this being anything more than a follow-up to Avatar, which I didn't like the story for anyways. Like, but, like, if I don't go see it in the theater, I'm never going to watch that fucking movie. Like, that's really all that movie is. I'll watch it at home. I when it I'll, I'll I will eventually watch it. I was planning on going to watch it this past week when I was off, uh, but it never I never materialized. So I'm like, Dude, and I'm, when you go when you go to when you think about going, it's like man, it's three hours and fifteen minutes. Exactly, like, that's yeah, a exactly. whole fucking afternoon, man. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's I think what underlying underlying was the undercurrent of me not going. So I'll see it, but uh, you know. I'm not like killing myself to go see it. Yeah. How about uh, you, Dunk? Oh, dude. So, and by the way, we, we for the listeners, we will post this uh, this uh, list that we're we're looking at. This by this isn't by any means a stretch of the imagination, an exhaustive list of what's coming out in 2023. No. It's just a screen grab I I I got from some some dopey uh, site. But um, yeah, I'm all in for cocaine bear, bro. Cocaine <laughs> bear. <laughs> oh my anyway, god! Have you guys seen the trailer for it? Yeah. Yes. So I gotta admit, the trailer did did pique my interest a little bit. Um, <laughs> I will definitely probably I will probably probably check that out. Um, I, but I I'm surprised neither one of you mentioned. Um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse 2. Um, I'm actually very interested to see that follow-up because I really enjoyed the first the first one. I think that was the only decent superhero property that Sony put out as a solo property. Um, and every time it comes on, no matter where it is, I watch it. So I'm definitely interested to see that. Um, as a Marvel head, obviously I'm, 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 I'm in for the MCU stuff. Creed three looks amazing. Um, but I think the one that's like, mm, that's not superhero related, that would be the one that I'm most interested in seeing is probably John Wick. I cannot believe that Flash is still on this roster flash is is on for june slated to come out june 16th if that movie sees a light of day i will 
fucking be surprised, but I will also be really, really disappointed in humanity. DC uh, has three movies slated to drop this year in a universe and, that's no fucking longer. That <laughs> like, universe Shazam, that is, going, that is Shazam in March 17th. Yes. Flash June 16th, and then Aquaman on Christmas. That'll never like, see it. That will that might what? come out, but it'll never come out on Christmas. They they can't. I mean, that's fucking ridiculous. That's uh, the craziest fucking thing I have ever heard in my life. That's yeah. insane. That's, I, I, well, you I, remember, you forgot you got Blue Beetle in there. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. August. Fucking move. Well, Four. they haven't actually said if, although this is probably connected to the fucking Snyderverse too. When did they film Blue Beetle? Yeah, there's no fucking way it's not connected to the Snyderverse somehow. But it's gonna be like a one and done. I don't, I don't see that going forward unless it's a, oh. it's some kind of huge hit. I think it's one of those that the train had already left the station and it's you're gonna finish it. That's just yeah. the way it so, is. But, but and they canceled really... the Wonder Twins movie. What the fuck? <sighs> oh jeez. Yeah. The Wonder Come Twins. on. That because because. That was gonna be. That was never movie. gonna see the light of day. Oh, because that man. was gonna be such a, a bankable. I've, o- I've only hit. seen live action Wonder Twins on Smallville. I mean, that's yeah. it. Yeah. I am oh. low key excited for the Super Mario Brothers movie. Like honestly, that trailer looked really good, and it looked even better in the theater in 3D. I was like, "Damn, this looks kind of fun." Like. I, I'm and, not... and I have ho- and I have hope for that just because of how protective, you know, anything Nintendo, the, their first party games are always incredible, and that's yeah. always been their the the knock on a Nintendo system is like if you don't have anything other than first party games, it's rare that they're really really good. But you know, the Zeldas and the Mario's and the everything is always gonna just be incredible and use the system to its fullest. So. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't. They, I'm sure they have to approve everything, and I'm sure they wouldn't have gone ahead with something with the Mario franchise that isn't going to be pretty damn good. So, all right. Yeah. So, let's do. Let's put on our fucking. Uh, damn, I forget that the Johnny Carson's uh, character. Uh, oh, Karnak, 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 Karnak the Magnificent. Karnak, Karnak the Magnificent. Which one of these movies do you think will be the biggest bomb of oh. the year? Oh, biggest bomb? Bomb of the year. So so just so, you know, the audience can follow along if they don't, if they're not, a, if they, we have Megan, Quantumania, Cocaine Bear, Creed 3, Scream, Shazam, John Wick, Dungeons and Dragons, Evil Dead Rise, Mar- Super Mario Brothers, Guardians of the Galaxies. Guardians of the Galaxy, Fast X, Little Mermaid, Spider-Man 2, Transformers, Flash, Disney Elemental. I don't even know what that is. Do you, is that? I don't. I, I don't. don't. All right. Indiana Jones, Mission Impossible, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Marvels, which none of us even mentioned, which I think yeah. is pretty interesting. Oh, God. Another Teenage Mutant Ninja um, movie. Is this live action or is this animated? I don't know. Uh, Blue Beetle, Craven the Hunter, Dune, Wonka, Ghostbusters. Is that 
Uh, it's got to be a sequel to that, the yeah. one that was Afterlife. Just came out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is it? It doesn't even have a title. It just has the the gold the Ghostbusters emblem, and Aquaman. So, gentlemen, Karnak Karnak the Magnificent hats on. David, who what what do you think is going to be the biggest bomb? Biggest bomb. I am thinking, fuck. I'm almost willing to say it's probably going to be the Dungeons and Dragons movie, unless it's fucking like really amazing good. I just don't think that it's going to get what they're expecting it to get. Mm. My other pick is The Flash. Only because I, on principle, I fucking hate Ezra Miller so much and the fucking craziness that went on and the fact that this universe is now gone because he couldn't keep his shit together. I'm not going to go see The Flash in theaters. So I wait a second. Wasn't he hiding out in Vermont, like in your neighborhood? You fucker. You probably had (laughs) him in that rental house that you had. You blame it on him. I think so. It, uh, the way, the way he was living, probably. Um, but I would say I secretly hope that the flash just fucking tanks. Like that's my, that's my God's honest hope that it tanks. But I think it's probably going to be the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Because fucking Little Mermaid's going to make it. Indy's kind of on that bubble for me. It might bomb. Um, The Disney movies, they're not going to bomb. They're at least going to make their money back. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go the Dungeons & Dragons movie. All right. Uh, so we're, we we will record this for prosperity's sake, and uh, in at the end of the year we will check to see who's right. Joseph, well that that Dungeons and Dragons was one of my I, so I, I narrowed it down to three. Okay. Dungeons and Dragons, Barbie, and Craven. So Craven, Craven. I, I, I so I really Craven. I really think that Craven is. If if we're looking at budget versus what it's going to dr- bring in, I think I think it's going to be Craven. Now, you know Barbie, you're you're obviously you're segmenting because you're not going to have any little boys go see that for the most part. So, I, but is Barbie still relevant? Like now, do girls get Barbies? And I don't know. They do. That. Yeah, they do. Sure. I, I I think yeah. Yeah. I but mean, they're I, still I really, on. Store shelves and shit. So I know that, but so I, I, but I honestly, I think, I think that Craven is gonna get roasted by critics. It's gonna be, it's gonna have awful cinema scores and Metacritic and all that stuff. And it's gonna be, if it comes out October sixth, it could be on uh, digital on on Halloween. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might be right. I, you might be well, right. That's definitely gonna be my choice. Is Craven. Um. I think if Barbie is halfway decent, if Barbie is decent, I think you're going to get a lot of um, nostalgia heads going there. Yeah. Um, Dungeons and Dragons, I think, is is a, is, is a good 
possible, a strong possible, um, being a fact that they're dropping it March 31st. No one, that's like dead zone for movies. I mean, if there's a Wolf of Wall Street scene in Barbie, then I will go see it. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> but um, I think I personally, as much as I hate humanity right now, I think humanity, I think... The DC fans are going to rally behind Flash. Oh, Hunter! Oh, yeah. I, I think the Snyder, restore the Snyderverse. Yeah. These uh, yeah. zealots gonna, are yeah. still out there now with the whole Cavill thing. They're they're yeah. so. I mean, even in a couple of my Superman groups, okay, he's my Superman. Restore the Snyderverse. All this kind of stuff. Hey, I would love to see him again. If I, I rewatched Black Adam. On, on HBO Max, and that it the the post credit scene pissed me off even more, knowing what I know now. It's just, I was right. so fucking yeah. pissed off. Still, I I actually liked it. I actually liked it the better the second time I saw it. I thought I thought it was a great, yeah. fun movie. It yeah. really was. Like yeah. honestly, it was kind of moving in the right direction. Like it may not have been perfect, but god damn it, they they made a fucking super fun movie. Yeah, I wouldn't say I, super fun, but it was it was. It was I I had a blast. Yeah. Like honestly, like I went in there really thinking I was gonna dislike that movie, and I had a really good time. Like I, you know, I, as far as what we've been given from DC, I it's some of the best that they put out, and you can't argue that. Like honestly. I mean, you, 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 it's better. I didn't say it's better. No, 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 no. But You're right. it is. Yeah, it's better than than what's been coming out. Um, but that bar is so low that it's it's doesn't exactly. really even need to be fucking mentioned. But yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed it. Like it, it was it was flawed but fun. So, but yeah, I I definitely think Flash is gonna it's gonna. Do better than it should do. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm That's I'm gonna, gonna go I'm gonna off. go with Car- I'm gonna go with Craven as being the bomb of the year because I if if Sony keeps with it with their Morbius track record and Venom too, yeah, it's gonna fucking bomb. So yeah. All right, so we will uh, we will put these in the envelope and we will unwrap them in December of 2023, gentlemen. Yeah, and in all honesty, just going by budget and and what they'll do in the box office, I think Craven might end up being a little safe because I don't know how much money they really are going to put into it or have put into it. Like, I haven't heard a ton of fucking marketing around it at all. I've heard more about the fucking Barbie movie than I have Craven. Man, if I don't see... What's the dude? Who's the actor? Aaron Taylor, Aaron Taylor, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Johnson. If I don't see him with the lion's mane thing, with chest hair out and wearing like that that gear, Leopard fuck you, spandex. yeah, man, fuck you. Like, what are you gonna yeah. do? No, but they they didn't they were, didn't they already say that he's gonna be like an animal rights activist, Craven? So you, it, no, it's. Yeah. It's already, already it's already starting off. Craven's last hunt. <laughs> Craven's last hunt is one of the great Spider-Man stories. Uh, yes. And yeah. to to have a Craven prequel again, Sony 
has all this Spider-Man stuff, but the only thing people care about is Spider-Man and now Venom, apparently. So it's like, oh, do you remember when they were going to do like the uh, Silver Sable movie and yeah. Aunt May as a yeah. fucking CIA oh, yeah. person? Yeah, they're, they're still they're still going to do Madam Web, aren't they? Madam Web is being filmed. Madam Web, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I, what? And and Garrett, I guarantee you, if Sony does Aunt May, they're going to give her the Pennyworth treatment and make her like a fucking secret agent. You know, yeah. badass secret agent and some shit like. Ugh, it's, <laughs> ugh. All right, ugh. all right. Let's move on, please, because I'm already getting, getting <laughs> hives. I'm already getting hives. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Sony. All right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Warner Brothers. Fucking Sony. Get your shit together, guys. All right. We're gonna do our best of the year uh, for this for all things entertainment that we can think of. Um, I'm going to start out with the best regular movie of the year for you. Now, mm. it like whatever, what if it's a superhero mo- movie, it's a superhero movie, but this would be the non superhero specific yeah. category. Your favorite movie, and I am not shocked that I put down like the minute I don't said let's do best of year i'm like maverick is getting that fucking best movie of the year for me i had i watched it the day it came out on paramount plus and i enjoyed it as much as i did in the theater and it unbelievable that it hit every right nostalgia point made it so completely compelling and just nailed everything that they could possibly do. Like Tom Cruise saying, we're not like dropping this streaming until it's done in the theater. Maybe the best fucking move anyone has ever done for a film ever. That film was so goddamn good. I like it. I will watch that movie solidly 20 more times in my lifetime i know it like that that's just a fun fucking movie like even if that's the movie that the minute you see part a clip if you're walking by you'll sit down and watch that fucking flick so for me it's maverick joe uh 100 the same i just i just watched it yesterday um everything you said is correct they that's the that's the way you you properly do a sequel and you with nostalgia, and uh, you know with with a character that people know and like and care about and who's got tragedy and history, and then you just amp it up with the technology. I mean, say what you will about Tom Cruise, the guy knows how to make fucking movies that people want to go mm-hmm. see. Yeah. So, you know, I give him all the credit in the world and even watching it. I mean, and not just the action and all that. I mean, the characters, there's emotions in it. I mean, there's more than one time that I'm tearing up in that movie. It's like, and and it's like, and some stuff that I miss some little, like, you know, words and and phrases and back and forth, you know, just things that you just kind of gloss over. And, uh, you know, and I watched it again on my new TV in 4K. I had the fucking subwoofer jammed under it, which is right behind my where we sit. 
and it's just she's like, "Can you turn it down?" I'm like, "This fucking, this is yeah. great. Yeah. This is I, fucking, this is great." But uh, so, so th- the other thing that that I and the music too, the score, the music, everything about it was great. A a very close second. My runner up would be a movie that didn't come out in a theater that should have been in a movie, which is Prey, which which mm. totally totally yeah. blew me away as far as and again another way that you honor uh, you honor the the ip and you and you don't phone some it could have been very bad yeah and especially when we heard it oh my god it's direct to hulu or like fuck this is gonna this they probably didn't want to release it in theaters but i like i said before if they said tomorrow it's going to be in theaters this weekend i would be there watching it in theaters that's how yeah. good that's how good it is so. Yeah, it really was entertaining. I think I just wanted to bring up too that one of the not talked about parts of Top Gun that was that really stood out to me was Miles Teller's portrayal. Like it felt like Goose's kid. Like everything about it. Like yeah, yeah, I get the mustache is a little corny and shit, but like honestly, he felt like Goose. Like he felt like Goose's kid to me. So to me, I I think it was really an incredible performance on Miles Teller's part too, especially to step into a role where you're playing not necessarily like playing against Tom Cruise, but playing a character that you're like, you vaguely know, or you're supposed to have an idea about. And, and the tension that they had between each other was brilliant throughout it. So dunk best movie. So my best movie was gonna was actually Wakanda, Wakanda Forever, Black Panther two. Um, dude, that movie just it hit it hit all the feels for me. Um, I think it um, it would have been so much easier to go a, a cringier. It could have been. They could have gone wrong in so many ways with this movie, and I think that the choice of the lead characters, the choice of, of Letitia Wright, I think the gentleman who came in and played Samara Namor, the story that they told, the way they told it, the the you the you talk about the music, and don't and don't get me wrong, this isn't a knock on Top Gun. Top Gun is actually one of I I, I couldn't narrow it down. Like Top Gun. Is like is in the three, the top three. I had Top Gun, I had Wakanda Forever, and I had Prey. So it's literally like we're all we're we're all almost on the same page. But for me, um, Wakanda Forever took it took the the top spot because just just everything for that movie hit the right the right way for me. Um, and Although I enjoy Top Gun a lot more than I thought I was, I would, and I give it all the props. Uh oh, did he freeze? <laughs> freeze! Oh my gosh! I'm gonna screenshot. I'm gonna screenshot this. <laughs> no, poor Dunk. Oh no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's it's, so we're we're he's back. Hold on a minute. He's back. oh okay. I'm back. Yeah, just I'm back. as he as he was bad mouthing Top Gun. He you, you froze like this. 
Oh my god. <laughs> um. So wait, you guys didn't hear me giving props to Top Gun. You just no. bad mouthing it. No. Oh. You said. No, I, said well, I said you no. Cut I out, you said you said something white guy, something white people, and then it cut out. I don't know what it was. Ah. Uh, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Totally what I would say. No, it Top Gun did Top Gun did better than I thought it was gonna be. It was it I give it I give it all the props for it being what it was. But for me, Wakanda Forever took it. That's fair. So Okay. So would you put that Wakanda Forever would also be your favorite superhero movie? I listen. I'm having a lot of internet issues over here today. Sorry, Apparently. guys. Apparently. So I would assume. Oh, was that, that your that... butler saying uh, <laughs> I need to fix that, Sir Duncan? No, that, that was. I think that was Google. I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. What happened? So, would we be safe to say that that is also your pick for your favorite superhero movie as well? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So my pick for a superhero movie, and I had Wakanda Forever on my list up until about maybe three hours ago. And I put instead the Batman. (laughs) Hold on. He's 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 so yeah you can't you yeah you can't even you can't even the Batman is making is making him trying to vomit like he's, yeah, he can't really. he's like Ooh. I to me the Batman <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah oh my god all right now he's gonna have to piss to me, no <laughs> to me the Batman got a Batman origin story done right. I it had issues, but Wakanda Forever had issues too. To me, it was a Batman movie that <clears throat> I wasn't. I can go back and look at, at it, and if they don't ever make another one, it's one of my favorite superhero movie origin movies of all time like it just to me i got so engrossed in that whole story and robert pattinson's portrayal of bruce i just to me nailed it so i ended up going with the batman interesting yeah, I like. I almost forgot that Batman was released last year. I I saw it in the theater. You know, the day it came out, and I've started watching it twice on HBO Max, and I have not finished it. So it is not. I I need to sit through it. It has not made me want to go back and watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, it's, you know, and I wasn't, I've only seen Black Panther once. I think I'll like it better the second time. I just, I was not a huge fan of, I wasn't a fan of the whole Shuri thing. Uh, I love Namor. Uh, I love the, you know, I loved Angela Bassett. I thought the, the, 
the Okoye stuff was great up until they put her in that armor. You know, I wanted I wanted her to beat that dude with skill, and you know that kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> they, maybe they needed a Rocky montage for her, and then she would have beat him. Yeah. Um, so um, I did not again. Didn't see Love and Thunder in the theater. Um, it's it's crazy I'm saying this, but I, I like Black Adam is is what I enjoyed the most out of everything that I've seen. Are uh, you fucking kidding me? I swear to Are God. You, I swear. You're going to say Black Adam was better I swear, than... I, I swear. Again, I told of... you, I can't believe I'm saying it. But I told, like I, I enjoyed it even more the second time. I give it a high Padawan. Okay. So first um, of all, let me... And, and I love, again, remember, remember I'm a JSA person. Like Hawk, Hawkman, Hawk Girl, I Dr. Fate. It. I love JSA, and I thought I thought they did justice to those characters. And um, I don't like Shazam, but I like what they did with Black Adam. And of course, we'll never see it again. So <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, I, so, I think. All right, so I think. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. For the listening audience, this is the first time I think that we've actually recorded with our cameras on, so we can actually look at each other. And I never wanted to reach out and punch someone in the nose. What <laughs> did I want to do? I want to punch you right now, Joe. I love you, but God, oh, are yeah. you kidding me? I'm so, like Black I told, like I told you, I need to, I need to see Black Panther two again. Um, I have been known to like movies better the second time, but I, I'm gonna I, I, do I didn't you think one better dunk. I'm gonna do oh. you one better. Here you go. I think Black Adam has less problems with the storyline than. Black Panther does. Like, um, honestly, yes, yes, yes. I could, I could see, I could see the argument for that. Yeah, I, I honestly like for what Black Adam was. Mm-hmm. It was super fun, but if you're comparing what they did with storylines, they made Wakanda look dumb by going to fight fucking in the ocean dwelling people in the fucking ocean like i get you kind of there's a better way to do it instead of fucking if you're gonna lure them there lure them eventually away from there and move to where you're you have the advantage and if i i'm sorry i'm sorry my lady just walked by she doesn't she doesn't know that the webcam was i thought i thought i figured that Oh, that's funny. Hi. Now she's hiding. <laughs> she's like, I ain't going back over there. Fuck hey, hold that. On, hold on, hold on. I got to put the camera down. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, my gosh. Go ahead. It's off. So, uh, <laughs> no, but but in, I, I don't know that they touched on this in Black Panther, but the, how many of those Wakandans died on that fucking boat? Like, that's a, a lack of a like, leadership right there. Yeah. Yeah, no, it honestly like I will, I will give you I will definitely concede that there were problems with And Namor with, means without love. The 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 slave driving chain people were are, are they're telling him he's without love? Are you kidding me? Right. Yeah. But every yeah. but I think it's great and then I also did not. I didn't like the, the, kind of what they were like, like the romance. Like I'm going to show you around my underwater city, 
you know, and you're going to see my side of it kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, listen, I, I will. You'll never hear me deny the problems with with Black Pan, with with Wakanda for forever. I just think overall story wise. You got Black Adam. You got. I think Wakanda Forever has more heft. It delivered more of an emotional punch. It it paid. It carried. It did what it needed to do successfully. I think Black Adam was a good start, but obviously it didn't do what it needed to do, which was deliver enough to continue the universe. So. That's all I'm saying. But hey, listen, we have we have a we have a saying in my line of work, don't yuck someone else's yum, which means <laughs> if you like it, I think Joe's frozen. Oh no, oh he was just standing. He was just Or as Jack Palance once said in Batman, never rub another no, man's I'm... rhubarb. That's that's right. I will never and gentlemen, I will never rub anything of yours. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. So, so we will move on to television shows because, damn, now, now that we're all split on our superhero movies. Uh, television shows, uh, just straight up non-geek related television shows. I'm going with 1883. I think that miniseries was fucking brilliant. I, I As far as like knowing the world because of Yellowstone and then bringing this story and how well it was done and how beautiful it was and like how tragically it ended and you're just like what the fuck it to me was some of the best storytelling some of the best acting some of the best cinematography you will ever see in anything um it, it would to me it was just it, it's a show i'll go back to and watch because that season was just so impactful, like an amazing job. So for me, it's it's 1883. Dunk. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this one was kind of hard for me. Um, there was a lot of good television shows that came out um, that I caught, that I caught. Um, and I... Ugh. I didn't quite narrow this. I, well, I narrowed it down, but I'm going to have to go with Layden Tree. Um, if it's just going with just regular shows, not a superhero show, I'm going to have to go with Tulsa King. I Tulsa yeah. King, um, I, I watched it. I got, I got into it late. I got into it this week, um, and I pretty much blazed through it. I think that this was this is a fun fun show i think all of the performances are great sylvester stallone is great um the comedy is perfect not too much the action is good um and the story is 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 pretty uh emotional so that's gonna be my top pick i mean i it i it's I was going to go with Obi-Wan because you guys both know I'm a Vader guy and just the emotion and the feels of, of, of seeing Vader versus Obi-Wan and the way they did it and the way they pulled it off. Um, 
that was going to be that was my that was my favorite going into kind of when I first proposed this. But then I got into Tulsa Kings and we all know that there was a lot of problems with Obi-Wan. Um, so I had to give it I had to give it to Tulsa King. It's a I, great show. Doesn't it give you like a kind of Breaking Bad Oscar vibe? Like yeah. when he like totally if someone would like explain Tulsa King, it's like if fucking Sylvester Stallone's Oscar got fucking thrown in a blunder with Breaking Bad. Like it's just fucking it is brilliant. Like that was definitely consideration for this year as well, because that's a damn good performance by Sylvester Stallone. Joseph. Yes. All good choices. Um so some of the some of the other shows I give like I'll give some honorable mention. Reacher with Alan Richson. Mm-hmm. Yes. Great yes. That show. was on that was on my that was that uh, was in the con- con- yes. consideration for a final year. Again, Obi Wan, we know it had issues, but damn that they hit the Stick the landing, the landing as far as the emotion. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm sorry, Anakin, for all of it. I mean, that gets me. You know, yeah. it's just, and and they did and they did it right as far as you know when the, when these 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 movies try and make scenes so that you can make sense of something else was said in another movie. You know what I mean? That they right. they're setting yeah. up about that that references back to like episode whatever. And right. they they really did a good job with not making it lip service, but it actually means something about um, you know the uh, uh, about you know like you know you didn't you know you didn't you didn't kill right. me you know that, that all right. that kind of stuff. I think they just did it they did it right. Uh, I'm a Star Trek fan. Strange New Worlds, it's a great Star Trek show. Brings me back to the next generation type stuff. Um, Wednesday is a great series. Oh, right. Dude. When, yeah. Mo- recent stuff like Wednesday. Yeah. The peripheral on Amazon prime. Uh, gotta, Sandman on Netflix was, was also, Fuck. I was shocked at how much I like yes. Sandman because yes. I always, I tur- forgot Sandman. Dude, I always Fuck. turned my nose up to Sandman comics. Like I, I always thought they were trying to show like, like the Nolan stuff, how smart they were. And if you didn't read it, it's, you're the problem, you know, but the way they did it was just, was just phenomenal. 1883 was great. Love house, house of dragon. Uh, but damn, and me and my me and my wife love Tulsa King. She's just like, when's Tulsa King come on? When's Tulsa King come on? Uh, I think I I love the characters. I love how he's building building his his group. It's these mm-hmm. last couple episodes have a lot of emotion. It's and he's I'm telling you, man, he's he's a good, really good actor. I he mean, really is. You can't just say, oh, he just is. He really is, and and. Um, you know, it's kind of like when, like Aubrey Plaza is just a great actor. Like, you know, like, you know, White Lotus season two is another one that was, was, was great. So, but, but damn, Tulsa King is just so much, it's funny. It's, Mm -hmm. it's violent. It's funny. We were watching the the, the last episode, you know, where they were, they they were shooting out the bar and and then I get an alert on my phone. Our glass break sensor went off, you know, (laughs) like what's going on? So, and I'll go, it happened again. Oh, it's the show. It's the show. So, yeah. uh, so yeah, I, I, I 
definitely hope uh, that that show continues. And uh, uh, Paramount Plus is just yeah. Dude, those those Taylor Sheridan shows are fucking just brilliant. Like they're that dude has not had a bad season. Like I'm so ready for Mayor of Kingstown to start. Like that show, uh, mm, that was a phenomenal season. Like if you haven't watched Mayor of Kingstown, holy shit! Like by the end of the second episode, if you're not fucking into that show. Get the fuck out, because it is not for you. Like, so much shit happens that you're just, you, your fucking mind is boggled that people can deal with this kind of insanity. It, it's so good. So, I can't wait for that. That might be my most anticipated show. That, fuck, so good. I want to, um, uh, I got to give a, a, a honorable shout out to Dharma. Uh, I don't know. Did you guys watch that? I haven't seen it yet. I, yeah, yeah I um I watched it and it took me a couple of times to to get through it. Um, a couple of stops and starts, but I I I I, I watched it this uh, this week again. I it the emotions of it at times like you I like I like a property any kind of film or TV show that make you simultaneously feel um, sorrow or some kind of like regret for the characters and also at the same time hate them. And they, I know there's a lot of pushback and a lot of controversy about the show and how it chose to represent Dharma and his victims and all this back and forth. But, and I don't know, I, from what I understand, it was a pretty accurate representation of his story. But the way they did it, it really made you feel like, damn, this fucking guy was fucked up from the beginning. He was definitely just came out fucked up. But his fucking family and his circumstances and his environment did not help. And you I, I you feel bad for him. You're like, shit. And like... They even show like how he tried to stop and he tried to pull out and he just was just like, I, it, I can't. And then it also made you feel for the victims. It made you feel for the his neighbor, um, Nishi, Na, Nishi Nash, who played his neighbor, who repeatedly tried to stop stop him and and repeatedly went to the police and was like this voice in the in the dark that kept trying to warn everybody and it would she kept getting ignored and then afterwards she kept trying to get something done positive and it just everyone just wanted to just look away and wash their hands of it it was a very powerful uh series the acting across the board was excellent evan peters is a creepy fuck um oh, yeah He's a creepy fuck, and he, and what I also think, what I also noticed, like, there was a distinct lack of soundtrack to the movie, to the, to the, to the episode. There was I've heard long, about, the, I've heard that. Yeah, there were long periods of time where there was just no soundtrack, and there was no sounds, and it made it even more just compelling. Um, so yeah, I, I just, that's an honorable mention, an honorable shout out for one of the best shows of the year for me. Nice. 
All right. Let's do the best news and the worst news of the year. Ooh. My best my best news story was Cavill returning to as Superman. Like I was psyched because that dude needs a chance to do a solid Superman movie. Mm-hmm. My worst news is DC being fucking DC because fucking fuck DC. Like seriously, man, they just I'm uh, I'm over it. I'm done. Done with them. <laughs> fucking DC. <laughs> DC's gonna DC. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Joe? Joe? I mean, I can't. I can't disagree. You know, as much as I love Superman, and to see again in the theater that post-credit scene in a bright Superman costume, the S curl, the John Williams music. I'm like, oh my god, this is great. Like this is he finally gonna we're gonna finally do it, you know, proper. As I always said, like I can't believe Ant Man has three movies and and we don't have Man of Steel too. It's just insane that that's we live in that world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I yeah I can't I don't I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything else that would be the highest of the highs and lowest of the lows. Yeah. And I was going to throw Ezra Miller in there as the worst news yeah, because it was so constant. Like an ongoing. But yeah. And that kind of just goes into with DC. Like instead of like them just handling it and be like, we're fucking done. We're not doing this. We're this dude's insane. We're, we can't in good conscious deal with this. Yeah. No, no, we're going to keep going ahead. Like, just fucking insanity. So, to me, DC is just wrapped up in its own little ball of fucking bullshit. Just straight bullshit. Well, so, go ahead, Joe. I was saying, they, they just, they're, unfortunately, and again, it's just how do you how do you go from having that post credit scene and then and then like within two weeks you announce that you're cancel either you you're literally canceling it and it's just it's like unbelievable like Warner Brothers is so tone deaf so um, this is the same studio that three episodes into the Swamp Thing said yeah no this is done we're out we're we're out of Swamp Thing business yeah uh. And and again, and then they announce all that, and then they change their DC Facebook picture with to Gal Gadot and all that. Like, are you kidding me? Like, are you are you just trying to like poke the bear? You know, all these fans. Uh, but unfortunately, all those big movies were way too far in, so they're. There ain't no stopping that. They got to get some kind of return out of it. Um, I mean, what would help is if Ezra Miller just went on a tear somewhere and, and really got some bad. And then they say, you know what? We're just going to HBO Max this. I mean, really, that's the only thing that's going to happen with that could could happen with that. Uh, and fuck because, HBO Max because they're they're starting to pull shit off HBO Max. But yeah. you say you know the whole the, the funny thing is you I think we even called it. I'm like. Oh, they're gonna have some statements, and it's gonna go into some kind of rehab, and it, which yep, is yep, yep. You know, written by and that's... written by PR people, so <laughs> trying to do image rehab, and they've and knowing how 
short the memory span is of you know these news cycles. You know, so they do something on a Friday and people forget about a Tuesday. But mm-hmm. there's there's no way that he goes on on a press the press tour of this movie. There's there's there's, there's no, no way. way. There's no way. No way. And and I and if if we get an announcement that the movie review is embargoed till release day, you we're they're really fucked because that's really bad news. So well, see, and, and I think that's the thing. I don't think it's probably going to be a bad movie. Like honestly, bring, like you had people with bringing in Keaton, bringing in the multiverse, like talking, like you got people ramped up to go in and to see this. And this dude is single-handedly trying to ruin this fucking film. And like, DC is just like, nah, it's good. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's the Eric Marable. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so for me, I looked at the best news and worst news in kind of like two two layers. Uh, it's like geeky, comic-y, superhero, superhero news, which I actually think Cavill getting out of DC is probably the best news. Because as much as I love that guy for Superman, it was just I it was just criminal what Warner Brothers did to him. And what, just how they fucked him over and fucked the fans over. So, um, I I'm happy that he that I, I mean I'm sad that for the for the comic dumb for the for the, the industry the genre, but I'm happy for the guy personally because he was too fucking good for that company. So good good on him, onward and on onward and upward. Fucking Henry Cavill. Um, Ezra Miller it w- was my worst news of the of the. Uh, of the year uh geeky news because he's just a fucking train wreck and that's part and 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 i actually i i think now hearing you say say it david i think it's just i think i would just fold that into just the 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 complete and utter train wreck and shit show that is dc warner brothers whatever you want to call it um outside of outside of the, the superhero world Will Smith had to be <laughs> the fucking. I I was so I I was watching a couple of the recap shows and YouTube videos, and I I kind of blocked that whole thing out. But just to rewatch it with some of these recaps, it pissed me off on a whole nother level. Like just the just the the. On so many levels, a poor example of being or what it means to be a professional, to be a decent human being, to be a man, to be a black man in, in Hollywood, like just all the things that you stood for, you he fucking shitted on in that one fucking act. So yeah, that was my worst news event of the uh of twenty twenty two. And he wouldn't have done that if the Rock was up there or something. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, so no. you know, you know exactly, you know exactly who you can get away with it with, which was even, which is yeah. even shittier. Exactly. You know, as far as far as that big, you know, big man and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. that that yeah, that is 
that's still unbelievable to think about that happening. And, uh, and, and then, and then it's recently, and I haven't seen this emancipation, but like the stories were Will Smith's giving everyone a free Apple TV and Will Smith's not giving people free Apple TV plus Apple is giving people free Apple TV plus. Is it coming out of Will Smith's bank account? Like, I don't think so. Yeah, absolutely not. No, I, yeah, that dude lost a lot of respect doing what he did, but I just look at the fucking world today, man. Oh, it's always on the news how fucking people are just being shitty. Like it's an increasing level of entitlement. Like people just feel like they can fucking explode at anybody for any reason and get away with it. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like an example, just one example that just fucking blew my mind. We always hear, uh, these stories of people flipping out on the airplanes or whatever. There was this one couple that for whatever reason, they was just tired. So they just blew past um, the boarding procedures and just got on a plane and just took some seats. And they were just like, and they never, they didn't get, they didn't go through boarding or whatever. And it was just like the, the, the air, the personnel was like, you two have to get off and go through screening or we're going to have to take everyone off of this plane and they were less like and they were just like fuck that no we're tired we're fucking tired we we with these we pay for our seats blah 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 so they was like all right everybody get off the plane and just like yeah just like how is that how do you kind of process the fact that just because you're tired or you had a bad day or whatever reason you it's okay for you to inconvenience 70, 85, you know, however many people on that plane, because, you know, it's not just going to be a quick everybody get off and everybody get back on. No. So, yeah, you're that just people are just shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Small circle. Yeah. Fuck that. People are out of their mind. Um, I figured that because me and Joe play tons of video games, uh, we would do our best and worst games of the year. Um, low key, Marvel Snap might be the fucking game of the year because holy shit, that that's stupid addicting. Like that is so super fun. But as for like just straight up console game, I have to go with God of War Ragnarok. That might be one of the most beautiful, well written stories. Like it. It is a gorgeous game to play. It is so much fun, and there is a ton to do. Like it is, it you can grind through that game, but it takes a long time. It's an amazing game, absolutely amazing. Oh, that's hundred percent. I Marvel Snap is so much fun. It's addicting. It oh, involves gosh. strategy. It's it's you can you can you know, pick it up and play you know a couple games over five or six minutes and whatever. Uh, but yeah, you know, God of War Ragnarok made me buy a seventy-seven inch OLED four K <laughs> TV if that says anything, and it looks absolutely incredible on it. It's the detail and the story. Uh, it's. It's not, you know, the the gameplay is not revolutionary from the last game, 
but they just they you don't have to reinvent things no. um it's it's so good it's such a good game uh and i am you know horizon forbidden west i haven't finished yet um that's that's another really good game uh the skywalker saga lego oh, skywalker saga Dude, is that was still so playing that it's just a ton of fun yeah. it's such a it's just such a nice a breath of fresh air and just a nice easy game to get into and it's it has some you know in jokes for you as far as on star wars stuff um you know like the when you when you're playing as qui-gon all of a sudden he says you know i'm a jedi with a specific set of skills you know and that's just <laughs> that's just funny stuff man so the people who were doing that knew what they were doing and but again the the the, the worst game it has to be marvel avengers it's it, mm. it, it's it was it was just i was worried about it when i saw it i'm like that looks super repetitive like they're doing the same things over and over in a bland area and that's exactly what it was uh and i'm so glad i didn't pay for the game it, it and you know when something is free on what it was on playstation now or plus <laughs> after like three and a half months you know that's trouble yeah it's kind of, that's kind of like a, a movie like going you know very quickly from theater to to digital um but uh they they totally they totally fucked that game up and i again i haven't played gotham knights but you know it looks like they went the wrong direction with that game when you have when you have the template for the arkham games again you know just like god of war ragnarok don't reinvent the wheel the fucking yeah. shit already works the, the fighting already works the mechanics all that just just put your own little touch on it i, I don't know i don't understand uh I don't understand how some of these can get through like Avengers. How does that get through all the different levels of testing and marketing? But I always, I, I, so I always bring it back to this. So I, when I used to work for general motors, okay. Anybody remembers the Pontiac Aztec came out. Yes. It's breaking bad. The one in breaking bad, the thing is ugly. It is so ugly and weird and clunky and all this kind of stuff. And I always said this. There was some meeting somewhere where they had a bunch of people around a table. And this, the executive who loves this thing says, you know, what do you guys think of this? And everyone was like, this is fucking a disaster. And everyone says, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. we're behind that. And yeah. that's I think that's what happened with Avengers is that they just – they were just adamant about this everything and anything in that was you had to pay if you wanted anything nice costumes things like that um and but the gameplay sucks so no one cared so i don't know that's that's my take on it yeah i shit you bring up the Avengers, and I forgot that the game came out this year. Fuck. That's a pretty fucking bad game. <laughs> I... What shit. You, so what, what, so was you, what was on your mind? Mine, it was going to be Gotham Knights. And the problem is, is that the bones for a game, 
a good game is there. It's a good story. It's just piss poor gameplay. So that's where I'm kind of torn because, like, the reality of it is, is I'm more, I'm more likely to go back and play more Gotham Knights eventually than I would some other games. And so I got Horizon Forbidden West and I wasn't impressed. Like, it's okay, but it's got this weird, like, the graphics to it for a game that's supposed to be, like, amazing. The graphics aren't quite there and the fucking gameplay to it, it's a little disjointed for me i'm at a point where i just can't beat it or uh, beat a mini boss and i'm like fuck i'm giving up and i'm gonna go play something else i ended up playing elden ring which holy shit hard as fuck but beautiful like absolutely if you get a chance to get this game get it just to go fucking strolling around because it is gorgeous it is it's probably it's like visually better than got uh god of war Hmm. way but it's just fucking hard so that like for me i'm not gonna sit there and grind for fucking five or six hours on this game like it's made to be a multiplayer game and that's where gotham knights kind of wanted to do like where they wanted to go so like a lot of the stuff that you're acquiring is a lot of team-up stuff that you're supposed to do co-op. But that co-op part really isn't... Like, they should have just made this a single-player game and fucking but been you done all, with you that. also, you can't have a game of that magnitude come out and run 30 frames a second. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's just... No, that's, really. that's square it, one you lose. And, yeah. and your bullshit excuse about why it runs like that is a bullshit excuse. So yeah. that's that's just yeah. I mean I mean it's 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 not not when not when you can not when you can run you know God of War at fucking 120 hertz man it's just yeah. it's insane how smooth oh the game God. is it is ridiculous I mean it, it, dude Marvel Snap remember when I figured out you could do 60 frames a second on your fucking phone how, how <laughs> just a card game how it makes it look yeah yeah it's crazy it's it's quite beautiful. Uh, yeah, God of War was so much fun. Oh my god! Like, out of all the games I've gotten, God of War is the one I'm still jumping on and playing a little bit each week. Even though I've pretty much done everything, like just run around fucking murking shit is so much fun in that game. Oh, it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing, like God. That's the one thing I like about God of War is like you get to a point where you know you can overcome whatever situation you're in, even if it's going like doing something a bunch of times in a row. It keeps giving you hope that you're getting closer to a solution to how to beat something. And then, like, even if you have to go back to it eventually. It's so, it, it feels like you kind of, it's a game that helps teach you how to play it as you go. 
and every one of these other games is just like you should know how to play this and you're fucked go ahead have fun like god of war is natural they shouldn't fuck with anything that gotham knights was so horrible switching it up like i everything about playing the arkham series was so ingrained trying to play this yeah. and it's nothing is natural you're just like it doesn't make sense it's fucked all right gentlemen is there well no one asked me what my best game of the year would have been miss pac-man <laughs> deluxe huh. <laughs> i'll give you that it's a solid entry sir well I, what i will tell you is that so I have a Miss Pac-Man cocktail arcade machine in the basement, but nice. it has to be fixed. So you know, it's a sit-down one. Nice, nice. Um, and my my youngest son, uh, for my birthday, he said we need to buy the stuff. And we want to convert it to one where you can play Centipede and Galaga and all that, uh, because yeah. the the CR. So we're gonna go from a CRT to an LCD. The CRT, the big tube, you know, old. Yeah. So that's burned out, but the sound comes through. Uh, and it's so funny the 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 printed circuit board for the, just to play Miss Pac-Man, you know, a game that is what a hundred kilobytes or whatever. The, the fucking circuit right. board is is like <laughs> it's like the size of like eleven by seventeen. It's just gigantic. It's so so funny. So, but yeah, I need to. I need to get back on that and, and fix that thing because, uh, like I said, I used to be a fucking Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man fiend. Like my dad, my dad had in his bathroom he had this like big mason jar type thing of of all kind of coins in there, and I would go in there and steal quarters out of it and then go to Seven Eleven and play. You know what I mean? Yeah, Donkey so, Kong was my thing. Donkey Kong was another one of mine, man. Uh, Joe Donkey... had Pac-Man fever. Dude, oh man, Pac-Man the entire fever. world, had, doo, doo, doo. the whole world had Pac-Man fever. Yeah, definitely. All right, gentlemen, is there anything else we would like to talk about? I don't. Did we do the worst movies? Our worst picks? Actually, I don't think we did do worst movies. Well. I'll do it real quick. Let's do it real quick. So All right. I'll, I'll say for me, my worst movie, overall movie, was Nope by Jordan Peele. <laughs> that movie was fucking Wow. Stupid. That movie was so goddamn stupid and disappointing. It was such a fucking, oh, I'm, we're, we're, we're so fucking, about this filmmaking pro- oh just uh fucking piss me off there's a lot of honorable mentions i could throw in there jurassic world morbius moonfall firestarter beast but nope took the uh number one spot for me and um as far as superhero movies i hate to say it, it kills me but thor love and thunder it's the worst movie of the year superhero movie yeah yeah, I'm, and, I'm, there. I'm, yeah. I'm with you there on that one. It was very, yeah. they, they, you know, they, they turned Thor into this joke character. 
and that's not yes. who Thor is. It's it's okay for Thor to be funny and all that. Uh, I thought I thought that I I did like the Jane Foster stuff in there where they were going with it. They they really had an opportunity to to make a I think make a really good yeah. movie. And uh, how do you have Gore the God Butcher not kill any gods? I mean, like like why do that? Yeah, he killed uh, one god, two gods, what. Yeah, and he, like, ma- he he maimed Sith. He took her arm. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so he's he's obviously a bad guy. No, you're you're absolutely <laughs> right. The, the the comedy was it was not it was unbalanced. The comedy was way too much. I was I happened to this uh, weekend. They were playing. They had a Marvel movie marathon, and I happened to catch the first Avengers, which I haven't watched in a few years. And Thor was such a great character in that movie. What they did to him by the time we get to Love and Thunder was just a fuck. He was a joke. Um, I said this when when I came when I watched this and we did the review here on the podcast. I think the problem with T D Wakiti was he tried to create get lightning in a bottle twice by recreating. Thor Ragnarok, but there was a critical element that was missing, which was Loki. Um, he did not have um, Tom Hiddleston in that in Lord, Thor: Love and Thunder to be the one that to create the comedy that Thor played off so well in Ragnarok and even in the other, the other Thor, the other Thor movies. So yeah, um, I. I saw that movie one time. I refuse to watch it again. What they did to Zeus was disgusting, and the 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 way they introduced Hercules was just dumb. So, and I say that in full knowledge and knowing that in this calendar year, I believe Morbius came. Did Morbius come out in twenty twenty two? So yeah, yes, so. It did. so Thor Love and Thunder, I'm giving the worst comic book superhero movie award to for my pick for 2022 in the same calendar year that Morbius came out. So, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm all about the Morbin time when you uh, <laughs> when you uh, talk about Morbius versus Thor Love and Thunder, which is a sad state of affairs. Joe? Well, again, I agree. I'm with you 100% on Love and Thunder about worst superhero movie. It probably would be Morbius, but I have not seen it, and I won't see it. But I'll go off of what David said, and you know, I'll just leave it at that. I think it's got it's got enough bad thing, but yeah, I non superhero movie. Um, I just I say it. I'd say the Jurassic Jurassic World. It, it's again. We talk about Top Gun and using nostalgia, and they used it totally wrong. I mean, you had, you know, different evil technology guy, and then, you know, locusts were in it, and then you've got, you know, all the original characters that came back, and they're trying to make these two stories come together into a common thing. You know, they got to bring the same fucking T Rex back. The T Rex has to win. It, it's just, it was just. It was just so, it was so ridiculous. Yeah, it was bad. You know, it was definitely and I, and bad. Listen, I love the first one. A lot of people didn't like the second one. I enjoyed the second one. This one was like, 
I don't. You mean of the of the of the um yeah Jurassic World the like, world yeah uh, the, se- the trilogy, second one people yeah. bagged on a lot I, I I I enjoyed it for what it was but uh, this one yeah they just they totally oh let's bring back Ellie and and you know and the Doctor and and Ian and and but you 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 have a ridiculous story for them right of subplot just, it, of it it's it like con- seriously shoehorned in oh, and really yeah. made no yeah, fucking it's, sense you it's instead of having instead of coming up with a concept and say you know what it this would be good if we can you know bring you know the the legacy characters in i think they did it reverse like let's get the legacy characters and then figure out a story to throw them in so they're in the movie so yeah. again there's a right way and a wrong way to do you know nostalgia and uh this is a perfect example of doing it the wrong way and uh, <laughs> and every but you know in every one of those movies made less than the last and that's not it's not the direction you want to go no. so. uh i will i i will second <clears throat> thor love and thunder as the worst comic book movie and i'm gonna caveat it with this it was the most disappointing for my expectation of a comic book movie. So I was so super let down. The reason I caveat that is because Morbius is by far the worst movie of 2022. There is no fucking way that that movie is in any way, shape, or form better than Thor, Love, and Thunder. Morbius is bad enough to make you want to stop going to see movies in the theater at all. It is that awful. If you spent money to go see that movie, you were robbed. You were held up at gunpoint, and someone took your fucking money. Period. That movie is awful. And mm-hmm. that's why it gets the worst movie. It, I don't consider it a comic book movie. That was so fucking far from anything to do with anything about the fucking comic. Fuck that movie. Fuck it. <laughs> I was in a Oof. good mood, too. So <laughs> God damn it, man. Yeah, nah, I hear you, man. Listen, I I, I agree with you. I, I think I'm putting... I'm being harsher on Love and Thunder because of my expectation, because of my love for the character, because of not just Thor, the the comic book character. I really enjoyed Thor. I enjoyed Chris Helmsworth's portrayal of Thor in the MCU movies, even the ones that struggled, like Thor 2, Dark World. Um... I generally liked his performance as Thor and his portrayal of Thor. And I liked the evolution that they were going to. It just, it hit the bricks with Love and Thunder. And it just, I never, it, it just didn't recover for me. So That, 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 yeah, that opening scene or that, you know, where he's saving whatever and just and the thing gets destroyed and all that. And he's just laughing. I'm like, that's, that's not, that's not funny. Yeah. It's not like yeah. you're. It's just I don't. I again I don't understand how they could be that tone deaf with that. Well, and and it's, it's 
it, it to me it's like Marvel going, oh, the galaxy is a weird, crazy place, but there's a difference between weird and crazy and slapstick and stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. And I think, I, I don't know if we said it here or if I heard it someplace on a YouTube channel. I think this was a year where Marvel kind of realized that they probably shouldn't just let their directors just go out and be their directors. I think with Sam Sam Raimi with Doctor Strange 2 definitely um Taiki Ta- Wadi uh <laughs> what is Taika Watiti. Yeah, whatever him, that guy. Um yeah, they just you you, you can't just let them go full boat now. Obviously, um, Wakanda Forever, they let Ryan Coogler do his thing and it worked out well. But I don't, it, for, on balance, it didn't work out for, for, for most, of their, uh, most of their movies this year. So hopefully they learned their lesson and they'll rein their directors in. Yeah, I, I think Ryan Coogler would more fit the Marvel mold, anyways, yeah. as far as storytelling. When you give free reign to to um, Sam Raimi and Taika Waititi, like those guys are fucking lunatics. Anyways, they have a certain style, they have a certain tone, and unless you have a complete vision as to how you want them to direct it, or a certain way you want the story to go, if you give them free reign, you're not getting. You're getting what ended up happening with the Star Wars sequels. It was, it was. Let's start out strong and and you know, yeah. kind of get us going, and then, oh, every one of these new movies is going to have uh, their own director and their own voice, and this is how the, the we're going to let them tell their story. And when it's not successful, they're like, fuck we need to rein it in and they fuck things up that like Marvel's kind of needs to see the writing on the wall that we can't give these directors the freedom to do what they want to do they need to have a purpose and get tell the story where we need it to go like we can't keep wasting fucking these big name movies like Doctor Strange and fucking Thor on shit that doesn't impact the universe at this point. Yeah. And neither one of these movies did anything to impact the universe where you're like the fuck? This doesn't make sense. So True that. Alright, gentlemen. I think we're done. Got nothing else. Kick off the new year. Try we will I I have made a kind of personal commitment that i would like to record a little more often than when fucking movies drop other than the fact that there's a movie dropping every other week it looks like from that fucking calendar um but would like to record a little more often than just when the big movies drop and shit so um until next time uh we have been vintage geeks where we are saving the multiverse one podcast at a time see you in a month and a half Fuck <laughs> her.